Gen Z feel like they don't even need to go to an office. They can just jump on TikTok and will never have to work a day in their lives. <laughs> I, I know that people probably look at me and say, do you know what? If this bitch shares another picture of her on a Peloton, I am going to like smash my phone. Hey Bernie, welcome to the sisterhood of Mummy Imperfect. My name is Rita Diptianabil, aka Mummy Imperfect, and this is a podcast where you get your weekly dose of girl chat, the place where I delve into different aspects of womanhood with the help of my fabulous guests. In this episode, I'm talking about something which some of us love, some of us hate, and some of us love to hate. I'm talking about social media. And however you feel about it, you can't deny it has had a big impact worldwide. It does have a big impact worldwide these days. Trends are started on there. Connections are made. Information is shared. News is broadcast, sometimes from the people themselves, from war zones, for instance. But is it good for us, especially as women, with the pressure that we feel to look and behave a certain way, all these life goals and stuff? How can we use it all to our advantage? Now, joining me to answer all this and more is entertainment producer, presenter, podcaster, Pilar. Hi, Pilar. Hey, girl. How are you? Good. So it's good to have you back on here like two years later. I know. It's been a long time, hasn't it? And I've seen you grind in a way. I love to see it. Like the consistency of keeping a podcast. I think unless you're in it, no one understands how hard that is. Thank you. That means I a lot. Just yeah, love what you're doing, and I really respect the work that you put into your show. Oh, thank you. That means a lot, actually. And I'm I love to see you thriving. When I look at what you're doing, I'm like, do you know what? I love it. Even from your workouts to your podcasts to the things that you're producing. So yeah, I'm here <laughs> love for it. That. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, my my Peloton crew. But Have exactly. <laughs> I haven't oh, jumped on it in like a month. I can't lie to you. I did it this morning. You're That's so what... good. I was like, oh, shall I do my hair nicely? Or shall I just do a workout and then go on there with wet hair? Then I was like, I'm just going to do a workout and go on there with wet hair. It's do you cool. know what? I, I was thinking about it this morning and I was just like, I'm just so shattered. It just never happened. But I'm going to try and make it happen after this recording. Do it. Do it. Just get on with the Cody Rigsby and enjoy yourself. Have a good time. And oh, some, he is such good vibes. He's so funny. And also sometimes I feel like it's about the, the music. Because sometimes if I'm mm. like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. Like I'll just do something, do a workout with good music. Because I feel like that helps me just to get through it. So yeah. yeah, you should definitely do it. So Pilar, how do you feel about social media? Do you love it or do you hate it? Um, <clears throat> I think I'm the rare few that absolutely loves it. I can't lie to you. <laughs> You're saying rare few. Is it yeah. the rare few or does, doesn't don't loads of people love it? No, I think a lot of people love to hate it. Actually, that's a big trend I'm seeing now. Like a lot of people, everyone, do you know what it is? I feel like social media is a massive scapegoat for a lot of things. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's like, oh, we're spending too much time on social media. Social media is harming people's mental health. I mean, yes, it does do all of that stuff. But it's just a a good scapegoat for everything, you know? And I'm one of the very few that I think I love it. Okay. Why do you love it? Tell me the reasons why why you love it. Um, So I think for me, I do see it as a, a source of different things. So it's, for me, it's a source of entertainment. It's a news outlet. 
it's a way to connect to friends. Like I'm terrible at WhatsApp. Like you send me a WhatsApp. I, just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just forgetful. Sometimes I can just forget to reply. Mm. If you send me an Instagram DM, the likelihood is I'm getting back to you ASAP. <laughs> so it's also a form of communication. I love what it enables independent mm-hmm. businesses to do, what it lets like creators do. It's giving people like a whole new career, careers that never existed years ago. And as well, it's given me a very long career like behind the scenes. So I can't be mad at the... The hand that pays me, you know? Mm, yeah, no, no, no. It's true. It is true. Um, I think, I feel like I, I'm not, I don't love to hate it. I, I do have a love-hate relationship with it, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Like, I have made some really nice connections from social media, you know, um, people who are, I, I just love their vibe and I didn't know who they were before. And, you know, we've been introduced to each other on social media. And I feel like you, you don't have to wait for somebody to commission your stuff to let you do this to let you do that it's like no I'm doing it myself you know and that's and I feel like I've kind of always done that with stuff whether it's like oh I'm doing a stage play myself I'll take it out there and get an audience but then social media didn't exist then and that probably would have helped me then and then I'm trying to do similar things now where it's like I do it myself I'm not going to beg someone to commission my stuff you know I'll show you what I can do and I feel like for a lot of people that is an advantage of it like you know if I was like I don't know, 20 and knew what I wanted to do then and there was social media, it would have been amazing. As much as people... Feeling it. Exactly. I do think it gets... um, So I think there's a big age thing in social media that there's a massive age thing in a couple of ways, right? There's an age thing where Gen Z think that by the time you turn 30, you've expired, which I absolutely hate. Then there's the other thing, whereas the older you get just even in life generally, the more aware you are of like setbacks of, um, you just, you just know it's like some people might not like yourself. You're very aware of what comes with putting yourself out there. So I think it holds a lot of older people back and which is why I think there's a, a massive imbalance in terms of the content out there and the creators out there because older people feel like this isn't for me. Uh, I can't really do this. I can't really do that. But if people continue thinking like that, there's going to continue to be an, an imbalance. Like I'm in my 30s and I feel like sometimes there's not enough women my age or older that I can take in their content. A lot of people that whose content I take in are in their 20s and I just wish like it could balance out a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? So you're saying it's because people who are in like their 30s, 40s, they're not producing that amount of stuff. They're just hesitant to do it. I think, I think one, they're hesitant to do it. It could be a personal thing, whereas, you know, they don't know how to do it or yeah. they feel like it's just about dancing on TikTok or they feel, they themselves feel like I'm too old for this. I hear this a lot. I went to an event yesterday and some friends of mine were like, oh, I'm too old for TikTok. I've had the, I've said that myself and my friend is like, are you mad? Like there is 90 year olds on TikTok. There's 80 year old women killing it on TikTok. Like, are you crazy? So I've fallen into that bracket as well. But I just, yeah, I definitely feel like older people are not, I would say 30 plus are not, there's not enough creators using social media Mm. outside of work. Okay. So, and some of us, we don't even need to use it for work. 
right? Because, you know, me and you come from this media world, right? Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I worked at the BBC for years and it was part of my job as well yeah, uh, to yeah. keep across all of that, you know, and it was like you said, you know, that's what your career has been, right? And mm-hmm. so we're in that world, whereas a lot of people, they don't need to use it for that. They don't need to. They're doing other stuff, which is not about that. Um, and they might not want to end up... Okay, so there's a line because it's like, okay, I can put myself out there or am I just going to be the crazy auntie on TikTok? <laughs> because <laughs> there are some crazy aunties on TikTok. I personally love them and I'm like, do you live your life? But do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I get you, but when I look at those crazy aunties and uncles on TikTok, the one thing that stands out to me is that they seem happy. Yes, absolutely. They seem happy that they're doing what they want to do. Like, they don't care what the world will say about them. They don't care what the next person will say about them, you know, because it can be awkward. You just don't know who's going to come across your stuff. Yesterday, I bumped into a producer um, that I know. She produces, like, some shows for um, BBC. And she's secretly grown a massive TikTok. And right. some of the younger girls were coming up to her and being like, oh, my gosh, like, I like your TikTok. She's like, I was like, what's wrong with you? Like, why aren't you embracing this? And she was like, she's tried to hide it from like her colleagues and stuff, not like not finding out. Because there's the other thing is that once you've been set in your ways career wise, whether that's behind Mm -hmm. the scenes or in a non-media job, you feel like you don't have permission to try new things. Yeah, that's so true. Even myself, like when I when I left the BBC and, mm-hmm. you know, the only reason that I actually left is because I had my third baby and it was like, OK, I need to take a break and I'm going to come out and, and spend time to actually raise these kids. And then but coming out like because obviously there's a whole thing of you're institutionalized anyway. But like coming out, you, you kind of you, there is this freedom of, you know, I can actually produce what I want out there. And there's not, I'm not going to walk into an office with my colleagues going, oh my god like what are you putting out there oh we didn't know about this and you just like sometimes you just can't be bothered with that so I understand these secret TikTok accounts there are a few people like that who've got really big followings on TikTok you're right and they just don't know anyone yeah they just keep it a secret yeah absolutely um okay so in terms of women right because I talk about women on this podcast specifically and like do you think that it can be detrimental thing to us social media being on social media in terms of like okay first of all there's like you know all this stuff of like looking a certain way back in the day it was magazines we did that all the time right yes but is it different with uh in terms of looking a certain way in terms of life goals oh the house the kids and everything the career what do you think oh my gosh so I do feel like when it was in magazines it was completely unattainable which is why as well that I think in a way that was better because you looked at these models and you were like, ain't no way that could be me. So you didn't even try anything. And I think with social media, it's like actually when you see these women, that the steps you are away from them isn't as much as it was to a supermodel on a magazine. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's where the mix and blend is happening because when they are being very transparent about the things they are doing, for example, fillers, cosmetic surgery Mm. or it's even things like being able to afford a peloton in your house gym membership pts or even um fat freezing what's this there's this other one that's really popping where you can go and get your like abs they do like it this machine does like two thousand crunches in 30 minutes for you what yeah i can't remember i'm killing myself here mate doing crunches (laughs) 
Exactly. And I think that's it. Because people are so transparent. We never knew what the supermodels did. We didn't. We, the, we were just like, those are supermodels on the front of magazines. Now you know yeah. that your friends are doing this, that and everything. And they're just a normal human being. The steps to you being able to do that, the accessibility is so small. And that's why everyone else starts trying it. Because you're like, well... She's this person from down the road. I went to school with her. I did this with her. I, if she can do that, I can do it too. Honestly, is that what you said? Like, why am I killing myself in the gym when someone is freezing their fat? You're like, oh, this, life isn't fair, is it? And that's where people start experimenting. And I, but I think that it's, it's, yes, it's more accessible and yes, it's more like transparent, but we've got to remember that as an individual, you have free will, right? If mm. you're more... If you're easily influenced, then I understand how it's a very dangerous place for you. But we've got to remember that we have free will whether we want to jump on these things or not. And that's what people are taking out taking um, out of the conversation. And I understand that we are living in a world where I think younger people are very easily influenced. And then yeah. I don't know, there's that conversation, maybe I should ask this to you, like, is that where... Like, how much is to blame with social and how much would it be to do with, like, who their friends are, who their schools are and parenting? Like, who does the onus fall on? In terms of younger people? Yeah, in terms of younger people and influence. Oh, gosh. Do you know what? I've been thinking about this recently and because, like, one of my daughters, who's 13, so she's been telling me, like, oh, mommy, you know, there's drama going on at school. There's drama with this friend's group and that friend's group and I'm stuck in the middle of it because I like everybody. But the drama is because of TikTok. Because, wow. yeah, I know. And it's, it, it's, it's gone like, from the playground to TikTok. That's it. And, and and you know, part of it's like, do you if you guys actually had a communication, you know, communication, sat down and actually talked, you might resolve this, but you're keeping it to TikTok and then bitching about each other, which is crazy. So it's like, you know, uh, going from cussing people's TikToks or writing uh, <laughs> negative comments to then the TikToks are then uh subtly or not so subtly uh, poking fun at each other right wow yeah wow yeah. that's this crazy even bad. listen you know Bila, i'm telling you this as a mum, it's like you get to experience a different side of, of all yeah. of this right because i am on tiktok and i have an account but this is a different side to it right and even even at school because you know they had the zoom lessons and stuff in um yeah. lockdown the teachers were then like well no teachers are putting their cameras on now. It's all going to be switched off because people making TikToks, like making fun of them on TikTok. <laughs> and, uh, the, you know, the teachers are getting really upset about it, understandably. But, you know, like <laughs> creating these compilations of funny faces that, that teachers made on the, the Zooms and stuff. I am screaming. <laughs> but, I know, but it's like, oh, my God, you know, and it's like, well, you know, no one's going to do this to our staff. And now we're not having cameras on. So it's even that. Yeah, and then it's they're doing it to each other and it's getting quite you know like my daughter's like oh I don't like it you know there's so much drama and stuff uh, but yet she's like oh can I can I use your phone to check TikTok because this is the thing I she has a phone but I don't let her have TikTok on her phone as an app ah. um, I mean because we've got it all connected so that if she wants to get an app like we're notified or it's like permission to get certain apps and I mean not all parents are going to agree with this because mm -hmm. like it divides people that's our approach to it. So I have TikTok on my phone, right? So when she wants to go on TikTok, it's like, oh, can I go on TikTok for a bit on your phone? So I'll be like, okay. And it's only going to be like, you're only going to go on there for like 10 minutes because TikTok, as you know, it's a very addictive thing. 
Yes. It's oh a my gosh. very addictive. Thing. We're adults, right? We're yeah. grown. We're grown in our minds, right? And we are addicted. We get addicted to scrolling, scrolling. Oh, what's this? What's that? And then you get FOMO and you've got to keep checking and it's stupid. So then it's like, I'm not having my kid who is still growing to be, to have that on, on her. Like, oh, I've got it on my phone and I've got FOMO. I need to see what's going on and I can't stop scrolling because they're designed to be this way, these apps, right? They're, they're designed, yeah. you know, th- these people have consulted psychologists to actually make the apps. How how can we get to know people's brains better than them? Yeah, and they do they do know it. You know, they do. They, they do. probably know our brains how how we can get addicted to things and work, and they know it better than us. So I'm not going to put that on her. So I'm very very. I'm kind of like I want my kids to know what this is. I want them to know how to use this. I want them to uh, have the benefits, even if it's entertainment of these things. But I want to limit my kids to this. That's my personal view. I love that. And I think it's so important because I was reading this article. I think it was either, either the Times or the Guardian or something. And it was talking about how our brains are not designed to take in this amount of content that we do. Mm. So as a result, our attention span, even off social media, is being affected yes. by our usage of social media. Because we are not made to be scrolling like this. So it's, it's, it ends up having a roll-on effect to every mm-hmm. area of our life. And that's why, like, people can't keep relationships anymore. People can't, you know, you get bored when your phone's not in your hand. You can't watch TV without tweeting because it's just affecting. We don't even move as much as we did. Yeah, partly the pandemic, but we can't even walk, like, without having something. Do you know what I mean? We need to document everything. And I've fallen... Um, I've fallen victim to this too. And actually, like, what I'm trying to do personally, as much as I love social media, is that I feel like if I spend so much time scrolling, I can't create properly. And I just want to take a step back to really allow myself to take myself back to the days when we would be in work, you know, having time to brainstorm, Mm -hmm. come up with ideas, like, pitch ideas and stuff. So I'm trying to take myself to a place where I take time offline to really create and figure out what are the stories I want to tell? What are the things that I want to have conversations about that are nothing to, that are not, because I think you can also be influenced without realising. Of course. Eat so easily. So I think that it is important to have time away. And I would also say like that story is so hilarious with your daughter and their (laughs) school poor teachers. But I also think actually there's, just as much pressure on older people. Like I did an episode on my podcast about um, home ownership and how home ownership is living on the timeline rent-free because I think once you hit a certain age, the pressures change. It's less about like what drip you're wearing and more about, oh, what kind of house have you bought? Can you renovate the house? How are you renovating the house? Um, And also I find like I used to work for this woman. She's like one of these, like she's like a rich white woman she her usage of social media was quite low but it was the network of the women she had around them and she just thought it was ridiculous so she would always like would always have to do work with like her circle of women and listen the the old rich white women ain't nobody using instagram like those women and it's a competition babe like 
not only they have to be in designers, like they have all the latest designers. They're putting the links on the stories about all their latest designers, everything. But then now their children have to be kitted out as well. And I'm like, this is, no one is using social media, like the holidays, the family holidays they go on. I'm like, this is next level. Like this next level. I thought this was bad. The like 40 plus rich white women Instagram, that pressure, like you cannot hang with them unless you've got money. Like, don't even try it if you're broke. You will, you will put yourself into debt. <laughs> of course, you can't. Yeah, just forget that. No, I wouldn't even look at that, mate. I, I, I wouldn't. So, I just want to talk a little bit more about your podcast. So, you mentioned it there. So, it's called No Approval, isn't it? And what, yes. what made you kind of um, start a podcast about this? Because it is, a, it is looking at social media, isn't it? Yeah. So it is. So initially, I had another name for it, and I tried to. Um, What's it called again? I tried to trademark the name. (laughs) But the name had um, a term in it that is used for various things, but also happens to be a term used for a social media platform. So their lawyers came for me and was like, oh my gosh, you can't use this name. So I was like, okay, well, first of all, like you need to refund me my money I've paid if you want my, if you want my trademark, give me the Mm -hmm. money. They're like, well, no, out of principle, we don't do that. So I was like, well, I'm not going to call my podcast that, but this name is great for plenty of other ideas I have because it mm-hmm. could be about food. It could be about fitness. So I was just like, I want to also have my own identity with what I create. So I just changed the name and I and no approval was what was sticking with me because it just reflected like, <clears throat> it's what you were saying. You were saying that yeah. um, like back in the day, you would just create a theatre show by yourself and do things. I used to be like that as well. And then I think when I started working for like brands, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I just slowed down in doing my own stuff. I was so focused on doing things for work. And you know what the process is. Well, wherever you work, not even if it's just in the creative industry, wherever you work, you can't just put stuff out. Well, I don't know about banking, but I'm sure it's the same. You have to get approval on stuff. Mm -hmm. And when I worked in social, like one tweet, baby, unless you're live tweeting, one tweet would have to go through about 10 people. Like the approval process is insane. It's mad, so red tape, yep, crazy. It's mad. So I just thought, okay, let me call it no approval because it's the first time in a long time I'm putting out content for myself without like needing anyone else behind me. And it took me a long time mentally to be comfortable with that. I don't know why I got conditioned thinking that you can't do stuff unless someone's behind you. But so it took a long time to mm-hmm. rationalize that in my head and want to go back to what I used to do. So, um, yes, yeah, so that's why I called it no approval. Just didn't need approval from anyone really to do it. And also I'm cutting out the process that I use at work. So that was why I came up with the name. And obviously, like I've worked in social for so long behind the scenes that I wanted to... Um, <clears throat> explore social in a different way like I don't really like doing like social media managing anymore personally I feel like I've outgrown that Mm -hmm. I don't like tweeting for other people I don't like writing tweets for other people um I don't like posting for other people anymore unless it's like a small part of the job but I don't mind like content like making videos um coming up with strategies working on campaigns so I but I still so I still wanted to keep my foot in the social media door, but mm-hmm. just in a different route. Like I've tweeted for people for so many years, I'm just over that. I wanted to talk about the things that I'm seeing happening on social, um, some inspirational women that I see on the timeline that I want to have conversations with. Uh, so yeah, we've done different stuff. 
So sometimes it's about their career. Sometimes it's about if they've written books, how those books have transcended into the social media space. Or I did one on how um, I spoke to a journalist about how social media has changed the world of journalism. But sometimes it's just a good old chat with someone that I respect, you know. And that's that's so nice about social media. That is one of the positives for me, as I've said to you, that just connecting with people who are on your vibe, and that is nice. Yes. And, and it's not like they're unreachable. I mean, okay, if some if it, you're like Beyonce and she's got like you know God knows how many million followers, then you ain't getting nowhere. But you know, a lot of people who you do admire and who do have a lot of followers sometimes they're they're not unreachable you know and mm. they sometimes it is like oh okay you know this person's reached out I'm interested in that as well and it's a just a really nice way to connect a lot of the time yeah 100% and that's what I'm keen to to do like because I've just started so far with that UK people I think I've had like one Nigerian guest one South African guest but I would really like to tap into like some American guests guests from around the world um yeah. So, yeah, I just feel like I just love having conversations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I really enjoy it. And I'm just glad that I have my own thing to do it on. But I've got to get my shit together and just be a bit more organized. <laughs> I want to have like 20 pre-recorded so that I don't stress myself. Do you know what I mean? Because I only want to yeah. do this if I'm enjoying it. And I know that when things get on top of you and get stressful, you stop enjoying things. So I only yeah. want to do it if I'm enjoying it. And in order to do that, I need to be very well prepared and pre-planned especially when it's a solo podcast you know yeah you have no one else to bounce off of so tell me about it I I literally feel like I'm like having conversations with myself most of the time (laughs) because even like with the writing because I've written with somebody before in the past when I used to do my theatre plays and I haven't done that for some time so I, Mm -hmm. I still do write and I I do my own thing and it's you're literally having conversations with yourself but let me just say that like you know how you were talking about taking time off to get the ideas? Yeah. So true. Nobody has ever had a good idea from just watching, watching, watching a feed. You're, that's not when that's ideas come to you. When I'm I'm not listening to anything, everything is off, I'm washing up, right? I get ideas, best ideas ever, right? You mm. know, if I'm like putting stuff away or in the shower or whatever, I get good ideas. And it's like, it's not like, it's, and, and even like sometimes when I'm writing a script, like, I will stop watching new stuff, right? I'll stop at at that time because I'm like, I don't want to be influenced by all this stuff. I want my own personal thing to just come from within me, the creativity. I don't want to be, I I watch them later. I don't want to be influenced by this right now because I want to just get my own thing out there. So I do think that that is important. 100%, I I completely agree. Have you ever done a solo pod, like a solo episode where it's just you and no guest? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Have you? How do you find them? I really want to try that. I don't know when, but I want to be able. I want to build myself up to be able to do them because I love solo podcasts. Um, you know what? I I have listened to quite a few solo podcasts recently of other people and like motivational things, and I love them as well. But then I'm like, for myself, I was like, oh, I've done it. Some of them have been actually with clips and stuff in. There's probably been like one or two. No, actually, yeah, very early on, though, I did most of them like that. And then recently, there's probably been like one where the guest mm-hmm. actually dropped out. And then I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm still going to do this because I never yeah. used to be so organized to do it all in advance. I used to do it just a week in advance and stuff. So and it was all right. But you have to have I guess you. It, it's about planning and it's, you don't want to be reading from a script either. Like, oh, yes, mm. I like that. you know, so it's got to be conversational still 
with yourself. I guess it's about, I guess you've got to be clear about what you want to say. Yeah. So that you're just not rambling. That's that's yeah. what I would say. Because I even I thought to myself, shall I do a few more like that as well? Because I'm even thinking, oh, you know, I want to keep this going and I want to keep it going in the summer holidays. And summer holidays for me, with the kids off, is really hard because it's six weeks. I can weeks, just imagine so you busy, know? right? And every time it hits me like, oh God, you're off, what? This came out of nowhere, which is so yeah. stupid because I know all the time that it's coming. So I've got to be really prepared that I'm, I know what, I've got my stuff ready so that I can spend time with my kids and not be making anything and just be putting out pre-recorded stuff in mm. that time. So that's, you know, that's what I'm kind of thinking about. But do it, try it. I'd love to listen, I'm, you know. I'm going to I'm gonna try. You've inspired me to have a mm. go. So I'm going to try. Have a go. I'd, I'd, I'd be interested. But you know, it's good. I like your podcast. And I like, I when I, as soon as I even saw the title, I was like, yes, no approval. You know, that spoke to me. And you have had like really interesting conversations on there as well. You know, the home ownership one was really good because, you know, like oh, you said, you. that is... Um, one of the things where we're like oh my you know people with their little pictures of keys I've got the keys to my house and I'm, you know some people are like oh great because I've got I'm like 20 grand in debt and nowhere near it you know so <laughs> yeah. that's when you do you know you do feel it I mean I was going to ask you like be honest like is there a point in time that you've looked at social media and felt a certain way that wasn't great like oh I'm here they're there it, it doesn't make me feel good Oh, babe, absolutely all the time. For example, even with working out, right? Like I've got PCOS and it just makes it harder for me to lose weight. I think it's like insulin resistance. Yep. So like I will work out for four, it's taken me four months. Okay, maybe like three and a half months to lose two kg. My friend, he said to me, like, he goes, what are you doing? Because I lose that in five days. And it's just like, (laughs) it's just like, and everyone else, like especially on TikTok, babe, like, like there's this woman, she appeared on my For You page. She's got a Peloton. She's been doing this Peloton challenge. And in 12 weeks, her body has transformed. Like, I was just like, wow. I don't know. My body just doesn't work like that. So when I see those things, I was just sometimes like, oh, but I've got to realize I've got to just stay the course and understand my body's different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my body doesn't work like other people's bodies. So, um, that's the thing. Another thing is, uh, yeah, listen, it happens all the time. Announcement culture. So announcement culture is another thing. So after my old podcast, I just took some time out. I just worked. Do you know what I mean? Like didn't put anything out. And I would see everyone around me, everyone I was so used to seeing like at events or, you know, like just continuously putting stuff out. And I was like, wow, like I'm doing nothing with my time. Like, what am I doing? I felt completely unproductive, but I wasn't. I was I was focused on other stuff. I was enjoying myself. I was outside. I was producing. Do you know what I mean? But I was thinking like, oh my gosh, like, where am I going wrong here? Like, I'm not doing anything. And even when I have, I didn't have the inspiration to do it either. So I didn't want to force it. So it took a while yeah. because I didn't want to force it just because other people are doing it. Because I knew that, and I think with podcasting, we see so many people come and go. You've got- Seriously. So many, so many, yeah. Like you've got to really choose a focus for your podcast that you're truly passionate about. Otherwise, a year from now, you might not be doing it. And I didn't want to fall into that trap. So yeah, I think announcement culture is a big one. Oh, I've done this. Oh, I've I've got this. Mm. Oh, I've, you know... The, but the other, the one thing I'm never really, I'm never influenced by like rich auntie lifestyle. Like, I, I don't <laughs> care. Like, <laughs> I have like 
two designer bags. One is not even, I don't think people would classify it as real designer. What was it? Uh, Kurt Geiger. People don't really classify that as a luxury brand. And then another one my friend bought for me. Like I'm not a, I'm not a possessions person. Like I'm not. Mm. So I can see Gucci, Bottega all day long. I just won't really feel away. Like that's the one well, thing. Well, the same. That- I- I, I just, I believe, I've, listen, I've seen people who shop on eBay only or charity shops. They look as good, if not better, than the rich aunties in all yes. this Gucci, Prada, whatever. I say, Seriously, doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, what when I was, um, I have to say for me, like, you know, feeling when I was feeling like, oh, no, I'm missing out and looking at social media is, <laughs> I just remember um, that when I, I think I was, uh, I'd had, my little one, um, mm-hmm. so third baby, and this is when I was on maternity leave, and um, so I was still employed by the company. I was on maternity leave, you know, they're trying to lose weight, and that, that was really hard for me because I'm one of these that, that can't lose weight very quickly as well. And you know, at home, I was literally doing a workout, trying to kill myself in the evening, doing a workout. Oh God, I've got to lose this baby weight. I feel so out of shape and horrible and frumpy. And you know, you're still recovering from having a baby. Your life's not glamorous. You've got no sleep. And then it's like, everyone's like posting, oh, we're at the Christmas party, la la, Christmas party, ha ha ha. And first I'm like, I didn't even get an invite to this. And I'm technically still employed by you guys. Like what? And then you just think, oh, I'm here, you know, feeling all like, but I'm frumpy, trying to like work out, just had a baby and trying to struggle with breastfeeding and stuff. And oh, okay, this is the life. You know, you and you do, and it's natural. You do think, oh, you know, I don't feel that great at this time. Yeah. And you do see that. But so I, you know, anybody who does feel like that, I, you know, we've all been there. You've been there. I've been there. Oh, yeah. it, 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 it's it, normal. It, it's normal. It affects normal. us. I mean, I personally think switching off is really important. And you mentioned it earlier like and I'll, I don't know whether you know this about me but every Friday I delete all social media apps off my phone and you might think that oh, that's really? really extreme yeah and I've and other people I've spoken to I'll be like uh what the hell's wrong with you like just don't use them just leave them don't use them and I'm like no because I feel like it's a it's a cleanse for me it's a cleanse mm. because they're off and also you know I don't know what it says about me but it's like sometimes I will be like in the kitchen oh yeah I'm waiting for this to boil let me look at my phone let me Mm. and then you end up flicking through oh god so the thing that I wanted to do is already done and I'm still scrolling through I don't want that and especially on the weekends I'm like I don't want my kids to see that me I'm glued to a phone or I just picking up my phone having a look at what's happening to other people's lives you know I'm trying kind of I I, want to use it for a purpose and then I feel like I'm if I'm not just scrolling and looking at random things and I'm you know, it's, I just don't want it. And then I'll put it back even like on Monday or sometimes on Tuesday. Cause sometimes I'm having such a nice time actually not being in any, on these things. I'm like, oh, I really don't, I don't want to put it back, but I, I need to share some content. So then I do, but I, I, I swear to God, Pilar, I'm like, I quite like this life. Like I quite like being off the grid and, and the best mm. moments of life are lived off the grid. Right. 100%. So, so I, I like it and I'm like, oh do I have to go back like sometimes it is like that I'll take breaks and I love it and some people do think that oh my god like have you got a problem that you're doing something so like extreme like even like Phil Mitchell from EastEnders that you can't (laughs) like you know like but but I don't care because it's just I just like doing it now I get it I completely get it and I love that I think I'm gonna steal that idea from you thank you do it yeah 
do it honestly i'm gonna i'm gonna have to it's work just... my way to it but i, I really <laughs> love that i know i do i love that um do you, like let's talk about just just normal people people who are just you know it's not like oh i'm having, trying to carve out a media career or anything like that but i use social media i enjoy it how can we use it to our advantage instead of letting it take us down to in this downward spiral uh, so I think that firstly, you've got to like follow your interests or where your curiosity leads you. Mm. Like I try to like follow people that like some, like I don't follow just any celeb. I'll follow a celebrity that I feel does stuff or says things I'm interested in. I'm not one of those people that just will follow celebs. I even have some friends that don't follow any celebs. So you've got to go where your interest is. So I'll follow like different niches I'm interested in. So I think find find your niches. Like I have a friend that's interested in sewing. So she's picked up sewing and she follows like the sewing mm. community. You know, for my PCOS, they always say that a lower carb diet, even though I hate it, they say a lower carb diet just helps regulate sugar levels. So I follow like a couple of hashtags so I can see the different kind of food people are prepping. I like to follow a couple of fitness people or people that have, like, like to me, it's quite key to follow people that have fitness as part of their lifestyle because it's something that I like to strive towards. And if I'm having a lazy day and I see someone doing it, then I feel motivated to like, oh, let me get my ass up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, yeah, I think I like following people that lead a similar lifestyle to either what I like or what I aspire to, but not in a way that, oh my gosh, I'm going to feel terrible about myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I suppose, like, if you're dying to buy a house, maybe don't follow people showing their houses because that might make you feel a kind of way. But if you're looking for inspiration for renovation, then follow some reno pages. If you're a mummy that's interested in certain things, follow some mummy pages. I think you just got to follow your interests. And when you follow your interests, it's such a big world out there. Like there is so many different niches in this world. You just need to find yours. Don't, I think, unfollow people that make you feel a certain way about yourself, not only online, but also in real life. And mm. I think you've got, in order to do that, you have to have some honest conversations about, to yourself. Like, you know, sometimes you just feel a certain way about someone. You just don't know what that is. But if every time they appear on your timeline, you're just feeling, mm, then you're not meant to follow them. And if they're like a colleague or whatever, and you feel rude doing it, then just mute them, mute their posts, mute their stories. I do that. I love that button. I do it all the time. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is that is true. And, and also like the whole thing of what you see, it does actually affect you without you even knowing it that's what people do mood boards vision boards mm. that's why they do it because you put it there and then you look at it and it's in your brain because you're looking at it you know that's the same like with the feed like you're looking at these things they're going in somewhere right and even yeah. if you can't deny it they're going in that's why it's like i i'm not a vegan like i i eat meat and stuff but then i yeah. i follow this vegan guy because he puts such nice pictures of his food and they're so mm. healthy and colorful like you know when they eat the rainbow like yeah these nice beautiful vegetables and how he prepares them and i'm just like oh my god like looking at this makes me want to eat this food so i'm i'm following it not that i want to be vegan but i just want to eat better and More i more veggies so, in your life yeah, yeah 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 so that that inspo you know and and also, I think like one thing I want to point out is that like, you know, like if you're trying to put content out there, like people unfollow you sometimes. And some people, I, I somebody once said to me, oh, I've got this app that tells me who unfollows me. 
I was yeah. like, really? Like, I don't know if you have it, but I just, I'm not going to lie. I have thought about that sometimes, but I haven't done it. I haven't done it. Oh, oh babe, I've had it for ages. Yeah, I have it. Really? But isn't it a bit yeah. like, don't you get a bit like, oh, oh, really? Think that you can unfollow me? Do you, do you get a bit like that? Not anymore. I don't care. I'd rather just have like, because even to be honest, like I was looking at my thing. I don't know why I follow like 900 people. Like I do not know 900 <laughs> people in real life. I don't. Have a call. You need to do a call. I, I really do. And I and I think to myself, like, I've just got to not feel like, oh, I'm scared to cause offence. And also in the same way, not to be offended. Mm. Like, people just might not like your stuff and that's fine. Like, why would you want to serve something to somebody who's not interested? Like, unfollow yeah. me because you actually just make my page look bad because the engagement will be terrible. Do you get yeah. it? Like, it will, it will be terrible. So I I think, like, I'm just at a place where... If you don't like what I'm doing or if you don't like what I post, then yeah, feel free to unfollow. Of course it's hard. If it's someone that you think yeah, you're cool with and they unfollow you, you're like, oh. But, <laughs> you know, but it is exactly. what it is. I suppose in the same way that someone needs to take action, like you can't follow, because sometimes people will, like even the app tells you people that have blocked you. So people have blocked me. But it could be for a number of reasons, right? They might not unblock you. They might not block you because you've you've offended them. They might block you because maybe you're doing something. Because in the same way that we say that, oh my gosh, like I said that, oh, I feel a way when um, people lose weight quickly, change their bodies mm. quickly. People who care, who were announcing all of their new stuff when I didn't, when I was in a in a place where I wasn't sure what my next step will be sometimes you don't realize that you're that person to someone else yeah hello i i know that people probably look at me and say do you know what if this bitch shares another picture of her on a peloton i am gonna like <laughs> smash my phone do you know what i mean it, <laughs> I, I might be that person for somebody and and you're right if i have a flurry of new followers right if i don't know if somebody yeah. shared a reel of mine or something like that right i'll know that half of those will then unfollow pretty quickly because I'll be like oh I thought she was about this but she's put this other thing up and I don't like that so I'm not going to yeah. follow her or oh why, why did I flick follow like I've got yeah. carried away like you know I got a bit trigger happy with the follow button so or or it's like follow for follows right yeah and it's like if you follow me I'm not going to just follow you but I'm sorry but I'm just not doing it because I can't that's follow cool. everybody I can't yeah okay? it's not possible. so 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 then just for unfollow me then if that's what you want that's okay so there's those as well right yeah 100 percent so yeah, I, I think I'm beyond taking offense. Some people might unfollow you for their mental health. Like we should encourage it. Yeah. Like if I make you feel bad about what you're doing, block me, mute me, like un unfollow me. Like if we're really about this, helping everyone have a more enjoyable experience on social media, we should allow people to do the same things that we feel like we need to do. Yeah, yeah, and do it yourself, right? If somebody's yeah. like, if you feel a way about something, oh, you know, I feel like I'm not good enough because I'm looking at all this, you know, or I want to be this rich auntie, yeah. and I'm not, right? Just forget it and follow. Th there you go. So I yeah. think it's, I think it's okay. I don't, to be honest with you, like I don't check it often. Mm. Like I'll check it like, I've had it since, working in social, I've had it, do you know what I mean? So I don't check it often, but also if we're being really, really honest, it is a very, it's, it's, it's also steeped in vanity, isn't it? Like, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, why do you care who follows you and who unfollows you? It's, it's a, it's a vanity metric. 
So yeah. maybe I've got some things I need to work through too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, but as as millennials, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably I don't even know if I'm in that bracket, but you definitely are. And then there's Gen Z. Do you think like millennial millennial women? And Gen Z women, like, are we different in the way that we all thinking? Even like, we're talking about all this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Can actually, we learn anything from them, from Gen Z? I think there's so much to learn from Gen Z. I think there's so much to learn. I think. Don't get me wrong. I am also part of the crew. Like, I can't believe they're doing this, but I really respect it. The things that they are like. Some parts are problematic, but a lot of it we can learn from because Gen Z have the guts that we as millennials didn't have. When it comes to the workplace, I think even before the pandemic, they were moving like this. Like they were like, well, I want to work remotely. I'm only taking jobs that allow me to work remotely. I don't want to be in the office. My friend said, because a lot of millennial women are now like they're managing teams, right? My friend said (laughs) she manages a team. And she said some of the younger team members will be like packing their bags at like 3.30. And she's like, where are you going? They're like, oh, I've got a hairdresser appointment. And she'll be like, did you tell anyone? Like, they just think they can rule the world or run the world. But the audacity, I love it. Because it's like, they are really dictating their personal work-life balance and I feel like we were the culture of girl boss era rise and grind you sleep when you're dead and it took a pandemic for us to realize like that's not life but they've realized that beforehand and they're not afraid to say it you think I had the guts to ask my boss if I can have a four-day week would have never happened exactly you're scared yeah oh my god like is someone gonna then say you shouldn't even be here anyway like oh I'm so scared exactly was I us. was I, I always felt so grateful to be in any job and I thought that if I did anything wrong I would be scared to lose it I you know as well when you work in media they're always saying like it's always someone that wants your job you need to be super grateful mm-hmm. like Gen Z are like also Gen Z feel like they don't even need to go to an office they can just jump on TikTok and will never have to work a day in their lives <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, there's so many things, like, making fun of it. But then you have to admire that. You've got to admire that audacity, right? Yeah, I, I really admire it. Like, there was this there's this one um, Gen Z girl I follow on Twitter. And she, she like, um, documents her, her life. So she documents her interview process. And she was like, oh, this company had a problem with me doing YouTube videos. So, um, yeah, they won't be getting another interview stage from me. So it's like she's interviewing them. They're yeah. not interviewing her. <laughs> and they've got clear boundaries. Like they've got moral. At, as crazy as ludicrous as some of their requests are, at the core of it, they know what their core values are. Mm. That's what I th- That's what I think. So, some of it is problematic, though. Like I feel like... Um, Well, no, the other thing I like about them, I think TikTok has made corporate jobs cool again. Mm, How do you mean? I think think people always thought, oh my gosh, you've got to work in entertainment. But we all know, like, that's not where the money's at. Do you get it? Mm. And on TikTok, there's a lot of these girls that are showing like what I spent in a month, how much I make in a month. And it's like the, the jobs to go for are like consulting tech the tech babes are insane like 
they're making, I think there was a job yesterday that was going on Twitter for like 1,400 a day. And people are just wow. openly, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, should I have been listening to my HTML class? <laughs> but um, like, yeah, I think they've, they, the way they're doing like their vlog aesthetics, I think they're really like, no one, everyone, let's be honest, no one was rating a corporate job. It comes across as boring, stable, but boring, you know, Mm. but they've showed that actually with a stable career, this is what you can attain. You can buy property, you can invest in, in bonds and stocks. And now on the side, we're learning about crypto and NFTs and, you know, like those girls have really got their life together. And I feel like someone watching that may no longer think that oh I need to go and work in music or radio or whatever they're like actually I like stability I like nice things and because I like (laughs) that I need a job that's gonna pay me so I can buy my Bottegas you know yeah so and 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 let's be honest that's why we've convinced ourselves that we're okay in a Primark t-shirt because (laughs) we do work in media yes a hundred percent exactly you know so yeah, exactly. but um, yeah, it's interesting. And let you know, I'll, I'll, let's see what what my daughters come up to me with next. What's going on in their worlds? Do you know what I mean? It's interesting. I'm learning a lot from them. But but it's so it sounds like you're a cool mum. As in, like you're a mum that um, lets them use it, but you also you know how to use it. Do they see your videos and stuff? Yeah. Oh my god. They once I had to like stop them from watching them because they got obsessed with them and started like then repeating the dialogue to me. Oh, like that is my so own dialogues funny. to me um so uh <laughs> so yeah it was it was it was good and then like when I had um well, I mean, do have a YouTube but then a few years ago when I just had the YouTube channel um one of their friends came around and they literally forced her to watch all my videos on the TV that is so <laughs> funny <laughs> I love it. They're proud of their mummy. <laughs> yeah, That's so, so it's, it's just funny. Yeah, some of the stuff is like I'm like I don't know. Maybe just don't watch this one. It's not it's not for you yet. You know. Yeah. But um, you know, um. So yeah. So let's see. It's uh, we've got a lot going on in this house. Seriously. So. What you know. did you think about the whole like Kim and Kanye thing and their North being on TikTok? Did you see that? No. So what is it? So North is now she's got her own TikTok account now. Well, she's got a TikTok that is shared with her mum, but right. Kanye did, doesn't want his children on social media. He doesn't want his children dancing on TikTok. Specifically TikTok. I don't think he minds Instagram, but he's like, yeah, I don't want my daughter on TikTok. I don't want my kids on TikTok. Yeah, do you know what? I I can see why he wouldn't. And this this is another thing, right, that I, we haven't said before, but kids, if you are a mum, right, or you're planning to be a mum, how do you feel about your kids being on your social media, for example, and then mm. like having their own. Okay, so I would, I, I know where he's coming from. I know where he's com- coming from. Like my 11-year-old and my 13-year-old daughters, they have got their own TikToks, but they're private accounts. And so it's just their friends, you know, their friends, uh, they know who can follow them and they let people and whatever. So it's not a big thing. They're more about, they have put a little things up, you know, but it's more about uh, looking at stuff. Okay. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, fine and I didn't want to I don't know it's a hard one because it's like they are creative kids you know they've got their own YouTube account called the AIM Sisters where they put like oh, cookies I love like that. yeah like cookies recipes and things like that they've all three of them done together which is quite cute um so they are creative girls and I don't want to stop them from learning how to do this stuff you know they're very good at editing videos they make short films wow. themselves for fun you know the other day somebody was like oh my god you know I've got to make this 
presentation for somebody's birthday party and I don't know what I'm doing with iMovie I'm like ask these two kids please because then, <laughs> and then my kids were on it like this and I'm like oh my god all this time you spend making your own short films is that you know you're contributing to this family birthday party now but with your skills oh, that's so amazing. yeah so that's what I'm saying so they are creative but I could understand why he wouldn't want her on there and it's and it's this thing of like how do I look how like it's this thing of having a public persona at the age mm. of 10 you mm. know should you do that because let's face it like we were I was still wearing like dungarees and not even in a fashionable way at 10 yeah. or 10 years old do you get what I mean so it's yeah. like then you've got to think how am I being presented to the world oh no someone said this now I've got to change my hair mm. no kid should be thinking that really because yeah. you would think you know what I mean in the playground you get that anyway but then you can't get away from it and this is the thing I'm seeing with, with my with, with my daughter and all this stuff that's happening at school you can't get away from it and that's mm-hmm. the danger so I, I I think I understand what what he is saying and then and also you don't know who what kind of weirdos are going to look at your kid and in what way you know even yes. even even some of the people on on insta that i follow they'll put their kids full names out there you know what what they do their whole routine every single thing that they do whether it's embarrassing or whatever and it's like that's a lot of info about your kids that's a yeah. lot of info like now um i have i'm at the point where i've actually lessened the amount that I show my kids faces and particularly because they're getting Mm. older the older you know the older Mm. one's a teenager like I'm very conscious of how I show them now Mm. because you know because they have they've got friends on social media as well they've you know they've got their own thing going on and they're becoming young ladies you know what I mean and I feel like I am quite aware of that like I won't really use their full names I'm not I don't give too much info about them and stuff because I just think I'm very aware of them and growing and not wanting them to think I've got to have this public persona oh my god how am I being presented to everybody yeah. online what's my brand it's too much it's too yeah, what's my brand I'm 10 years old but what's my brand <laughs> yeah. too much it's too much that's what I think so yeah yeah no I get that and there's crazy people like I've had this instance I don't know if it's the same person or a different person but um they have they recreated like uh, an Instagram account of me as in like it's a private one of them the newest one was a private account the other one was an open account and they literally they said their name was I can't remember what name they was but they said like I was an event organizer and a businesswoman in South Africa and they are using a mix of pictures from not only like my Instagram grid, but some of the pictures I wasn't, some of the pictures I wasn't even sure if it was me. I had to like scroll in because they're taking pictures from my stories and using them as pictures. So, you know, like the selfies where your phone's in front of your face. I was like, yeah, is that me? But hold on, that's my house. Like, that's crazy. That is, that is crazy. It's crazy. And the first time, it happened, um, I reported it, got taken down. The second time, the page was private, but in on the display picture, it's me, but you can't tell it's me because it's a, it's a, pic, it's a mirror selfie. It's a mirror selfie. So when I reported it to Instagram, Instagram said, well, we can't see anything wrong with it. Mm. And I'm just like, are you crazy? Like someone is creating a fake page using my actual pictures yeah with my actual pictures and because it's a selfie with a phone in front of the majority of the face they can't they can't they're not taking it down so i've just just had to ignore the second one and think like this is mad people are insane 
that's that's um, you know it must make you really uncomfortable because I I feel uncomfortable just thinking about that. And and I don't know if you ever listened to Sweet Bobby. Did you ever listen to that podcast? Yeah, I listened to a bit, because a, a bit of it. Yeah, I haven't I haven't finished it. You but finish that girl's it. Story is incredible. That's that's my friend Gideth, and she's on this podcast. Um, really? At the end of every month, we do like a panel, and she's yeah. you know so she's in that every month. She's you know she's my friend from uni, and wow. um and yeah, and so what happened with her that, you know that shows me as well like what people can do with your info with other people's info and twist things around so there's you can't assume that everybody's normal because they're not wow. sadly you know is she in so, a better place now yeah she's doing good she's That's doing amazing. good now yeah the podcast was, i know that podcast did incredible things yes it did yeah very very popular podcast and it's like listen to all of it listen to it okay I'll yeah I'll finish it. All of it it's good wow um, but listen, what what um just share details of your podcast so people can listen to that as well and your yes. um, social media handles and stuff, the real ones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, my podcast is called No Approval Podcast. It comes out once a week, um, and I basically look at how social media is impacting our lives, how it impacts cultures, how it impacts our careers. So I invite different guests to talk about the different ways social media is impacting them, whether it's their career, their life, you know, or even culture as well. Like there's so many things on my list that I just want to explore. I just need to get the time to do it. But yeah, they're really like wholesome conversations. You leave learning something new if you didn't, or sometimes it's just some light listening where you will leave a smile on your face. So that's what I would say about my podcast. And you get me every week. Like, who wouldn't want that? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so where, so where can they follow you? Um, I'm Pillar of Society on Twitter, Instagram. And I am trying TikTok. So I'm trying TikTok. Have you, okay. have you... Have you delved into TikTok? It's going to be like, I haven't started putting out clips of my podcast yet, but I've got all the footage. So that's what I'm working on in the next week. And that's what I'm going to mainly use my TikTok for with a mix of, I love the vlogging thing. I feel like I do that on my stories anyway. Anything I do, I'm just like, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So I was like, no, and I love yours. I absolutely love your stories. Oh, really? I swear to God. I if the, Do you know some people you're like, oh, nah, but then and you just can't bother to look. But I'm, yours, no, I'm in there. Oh, thank you, babe. Yeah, really just, that. yeah, I do. I really do. So thank you. And thank you for coming on here. And just, I, I do really appreciate your support because, you know, I have reached out to you before um, to talk about all this kind of stuff and podcasts and things like that. And I do really appreciate your support because, um, yeah, that was... Anytime, nice solo podcasters unite. This isn't easy <laughs> stuff, you know, it's hard. Exactly, it's hard exactly. Exactly, and it's, it's nice to passion, have another. You know? It's for the passion. It's for the passion, definitely. Um, but listen, yes, definitely do check out No Approval. Follow Pilar as well. If you haven't already, then follow me at Rina Diana Bill on Instagram and Twitter or at Sisterhood on Mommy and Perfect. There's a Mommy and Perfect Facebook page as well, if that's what you still like to do. But listen, um, I yeah, just thank you for your support as well. And this podcast is growing and it's not because of any kind of marketing or anything like that. It's because of you guys, because of, uh, you know, sharing it, uh, subscribing. And if you're really nice, you can write me a nice review on Apple Podcasts because that will help people to find the podcast organically as well. And it would really mean yes. a lot to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's all. Until next time. Take care. Peace out. OK, bye. Bye. Bye.